Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, this is J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery, Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Hey, 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 welcome. How are you doing? This is Jamie Rodriguez, your host of J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. You feeling good? I got a super artist for you this fine morning, evening, afternoon, whenever you're listening. Got some great stuff for you guys. Thank you, listeners, for always being on Team J-Rod. If you are new to the show, welcome. Check out our website, jrodconcertspodcast.com. Really cool newsletter there. If you want to sign up, we don't spam you. We only send you good music that you should be on the lookout for every week or so. So check that out. Now, guys, 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 today we have an American Idol winner of season seven, David Cook. Guys, remember? Oh, he's amazing. Remember his voice? Husky voice, amazingly charming. And he is releasing his new album in April, guys new ep the looking glass so he joins us from his house in nashville and he talks to us about the making of the album the new singles really great chat you know he is actually really multifaceted you know his influences are very surprising you know actually think of nine inch nails think of really just layered rock and roll you guys are going to be pleasantly surprised check out the latest singles reds turn blue and strange world which are already out And uh, the latter is like a homage to 2020 uh, for Mr. Cook there, how weird it was. Uh, We also talk in the show about Kinky Boots, the Broadway production that he was a part of. We talk about his involvement with the National Brain Tumor Society. It was just a really enjoyable chat with this iconic American Idol winner, guys. If you want to check out more about David Cook, including his tour dates that are coming right up, hopefully, as well as his... um, community news, fan club news, and all that good stuff, davidcookofficial.com, guys. So let's get straight to it. David Cook on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. David Cook. Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? I'm good. There he is. How are you doing, David Cook? I'm fantastic. Look at you. Look at you in your in your work from home office slash studio. Oh yeah. Oh man, are you in Texas right now, David? No, I'm in uh, I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, you're in Nashville. Yes, mm-hmm. I. Yeah. Neighbors, we're recording from the Gulch neighborhood. Oh, nice. See, nice, small nice. world. Small world, David. Well, listen. I mean, first of all, thanks so much for joining us. I mean, just to quickly introduce you to to our audience. Obviously, you know, renowned uh, music songwriter, American Idol winner, Broadway star jack of all trades you know you guys you've done so much david and um working on a new ep you know to be released really soon uh you can pre-order it and get exclusive content merchandise and more at newproject.davidcookofficial.com uh your two new singles david we'll talk about them shortly but obviously red stern's blue you released it last year and then strange world shortly in december uh just great stuff david you know just introducing you but uh just really good stuff man Thank you. I appreciate it. It's been, um, this year has been uh, unique in its challenges, Uh, not just for me, obviously, but for everybody. And so um, to be able to um, navigate all that in in such a way as to be able to make new music and and put it out there has been, 
been a blessing. Man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Strange World specifically, David, it, it definitely has the tints of, you know, Depeche Mode and uh, Trent Reznor all over it with your amazing songwriting. You captured it beautifully. We'll talk about it in a second, but how is a, a typical weekend for David Cook, you know, during the pandemic, David? Oh, God. Uh, typical weekend. Um, it's pretty boring uh, in the best way possible. You know, one of the things about this this uh, this last year with the pandemic is it, it's it's allowed me to be more present at home. Uh, this is the longest you know I've been home um, right. since Idol, really. Um, and, and so that's been um, I've just kind of been able to embrace it, you know, to spend more time with my wife and our dogs in the house. And yeah, um, yeah. So I think I, I think the weekends are just pretty much normal staying at home stuff, like chores and yeah. Time with you. So um, yeah, good stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, interesting. So obviously, David, a song like Strange World. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I think you captured the spirit of like 2020 so beautifully, right? Because it's dark. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you look closely, there's a lot of light and hope inside of it, too. You just did a magnificent job there. When you're mm -hmm. working, David, and like, you know, people assume that David Cook, oh, so fun, like that glamorous style, but it's work what you do, man. Um, when you're writing a song like this one, like Strange World, mm -hmm. do you do you kind of tell your, your missus, like, okay, honey, I'm going to lock myself in, a, in the office from nine to five and just kind of like go through the discipline? Or is it like, you know, you're hanging out in East Nashville and boom, you get some inspiration? Uh, you know, I should do that first one more, but uh, no, I, um, I I tend to just kind of let inspiration strike. And so um, nice. Strange World was written fairly early in the pandemic, I want to say maybe like May or June. Um, and it was literally just like, um, not really like looking out the window and, and, uh, I, I was just like, man, it's been a while since I've been like outside. Like, I don't really recognize the world around me so much. Anymore. Right. Right. Um, and so that was kind of the initial thought that strange world started with. Like it, it, it was, I went into it meaning to write something maybe a little, a little darker. Um, and then as I started to get into it, it just felt like, you know what, there's like a lot of unintentional good things that came out of this like stuff i touched on before like being able to be home more and um and and uh and see my wife more and and uh you know all these things that you, i what other blessings could, came out david let me elaborate there like what other blessings, blessings like uh, that you will look back on in five years and you'll be like man 2020 allowed me to do x like really deeply um you know professionally i think it's just allowed me to focus more on the creative i i, I think um as as I've learned about myself, especially this last year, like it's easy to kind of get into the routine a little bit and, and maybe not um, in the best way. So like hmm. uh, to focus too much on things that don't really serve um, the creative side of my job as much. Um, and, and so to be able to, to really sure. slow down, focus on the creative um makes me feel you know i know this sounds like a cliche line but like i feel like the stuff that's coming out of the cp is like easily the strongest stuff i've ever done um and so that's exciting i i think it's just the ability to allow your space to calm and slow down yeah. allows you a little bit more of an opportunity to assess and adjust um and i'd say like five years from now i'm going to look back on 2020 it's just it's just that like it was a year of assessment and adjustment yeah 
Yeah, but it's true. I think, you know, a lot of artists, like, they're being prolific and we don't even know it yet because there's so much noise. But I mean, mm -hmm. it's Taylor Swift released too, for example, right? Like, that's an obvious example. But how many more artists? There's been a lot of great music. So I'm with you there, David. Mm -hmm. um, let's talk about Broadway, if you want, for a second, just because before we get to your new music, but because in 2018, uh, David, you had a heck of a run on Broadway, you know, in the great Kinky Boots, non, you know, playing Charlie Price, the main character, the show fact, the, the factory owner uh, who forms the partnership with the cabaret performer to kind of save the shoe factory. What a great experience, David. Were people surprised, uh, David, when you told them like, hey, I'm thinking of doing Broadway, right? Because the general perception of you was, you know, American Idol and people having this box. Were people kind of surprised at the beginning? Um, a few. I, 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 I think anybody who is maybe a, a little bit more knowledgeable of my story. So I went to college on a theater scholarship and, yeah. um, uh, you know, it, around that same time, my, the band I was in at the time, it started to pick up some steam. And so I had, I kind of chose, uh, obviously chose the band over uh, really pursuing musical theater in college, but uh, it is something that I'd always enjoyed and um, had hoped that that opportunity would present itself at some point down the line. Um, Kinky Boots was really the perfect show for me. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I loved the message of the show. Right. Um, I loved, uh, I loved the character. Mm -hmm. um, and then to really get into it and, and start to interact with, uh, with the cast and the crew and realize what, what an incredible, like professional family it was. Yeah. Um, I've made some amazing friends through that process. Um, and yeah, I, to me that, it's 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 been one of my like favorite career moments was doing that show for sure that's awesome that's awesome and you know i couldn't help but think okay you've been through so many like big stages like big moments but I w when i was thinking okay opening night must have been like up there for you david like <laughs> yeah. what, what do you remember about opening night like tell me like through the whole day like i would be oh my god even with your experience i, I cannot imagine the nerves of opening night i am i am a textbook overthinker um and so I, um, I remember going into rehearsals and, and feeling like, all right, I'm, I'm impressing like, like the directors and stuff, because like I went in, I tried to go in as prepared as possible, you know, so that we could really spend the rehearsal time kind of digging into more of the, um, uh, the meat of the story and the character as opposed to, okay, you still need to memorize your lines. You know what I mean? Right. Um, <laughs> But I think as such, um, it just felt easier in the rehearsals than I thought it would. So then opening night, it's like, oh, God, I'm not prepared. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I remember, like, uh, I use a teleprompter for my own shows just as a, like a safety mechanism. So I'm not, like, just forgetting huge chunks of lyrics but obviously on broadway, for your say, musical shows of course yeah right. for my own stuff uh yeah. for for broadway you can't do that so right. um i remember getting ready to go to enter on stage for like my first big number uh where i'm singing and like i'm running lyrics in my head and then like i forgot one you know yeah yeah uh, panic <laughs> just panic like i'm gonna go on stage first night and mess this up uh wow. and uh, fortunately I was prepared cause then it just let muscle memory kick in and like went on stage and just like hoped it would be there and it showed up. So, um, first night was nerve wracking, extremely nerve wracking. But after that, um, I was able to find a pocket a little bit. Every show was different and there were times I messed up. 
that's the right. joy of live theater but um mm -hmm. it was uh yeah that first night was something else wow that's intense i love it thanks for sharing that yeah. and um yeah david you know obviously broadway has been one of the sectors that's been most affected by the pandemic um sure. along with live music of course but but in a way broadway you know lives off the raw the rawness of people just buying a ticket and going to a theater and closed space kind of thing yeah. um how do you think the industry is going to rebound? You mentioned you have a lot of friends, and what's your take on Broadway in the pandemic? Sadly, I think it's going to it's going to recover slowly. Uh, I, I don't see a scenario where it's uh, you know you snap your finger and everybody's going to feel comfortable getting back into enclosed spaces, um, uh, which is unfortunate. You know, for for me, um, you know, I'm able to go do shows online and stuff like that, and and draw enough of an audience to where um, I can make some adequate revenue, pay my bills, do the things that I can, that I need to do to continue to advance my career while this pandemic's going on. Um, unfortunately, most of, if not all of the, um, performers in that, in that world don't have as many of those opportunities, uh, which is why things like, you know, the Save Our Stages Act is so important. But, um, I, I'm hopeful that, uh, the 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 industry will will be able to recover as quickly as possible but i i, I don't think it's going to be a day one everything's back to normal you know yeah absolutely i mean hope it comes back soon david and i have to tell you like um just segueing into into another topic you've done a lot of great stuff you know a lot of lots of great music you've given people a lot of joy and a lot of smiles but to me your greatest achievement and like the thing that like when i think david cookman that's the impact that you're like doing on a daily basis without even realizing is the stuff you've done with the National Brain Tumor Society. Oh, thank you. Um, because you know what I mean? It's one of those things that, you know, you obviously lost your brother and you use that like as a motivating factor. Mm -hmm. And you're, you, you're probably saving lives through your work right now, like at this moment and you, you forget about it. I, I hope so, yeah. I, I, um, I, 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 didn't, I, I didn't want to get into music with, with I didn't have the intention of that. I think when I when I picked up a guitar and was like, "Oh, I want to be a musician. This would be great." Um, but I think you know things like Idol. Um, well, not things like Idol. I mean, Idol uh, afforded me this platform, and and um, I, I was I was fortunate that those relationships presented themselves in the way that they did. Um, I, I've really enjoyed my work with that organization, um, and uh, I, I think we've raised up to i think we're around 1.6 billion now since Amazing. i started with them just on like my like mini team within that organization so Amazing. um it's been uh yeah I, i'm extremely proud of that I, I think just in the context of um you know for me it's about being able to honor my brother but i acknowledge now that it is so much more than that right uh, um and uh and that's awesome i i i I hold that in high regard for sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. If if one if someone listening to this podcast or watching the video version wants to maybe chip in and can give a couple dollars, wh wh where should we go, David? Uh, just go to National Brain Tumor Society. I believe it's .org, um, okay. and that can kind of direct you in the in the right. Um, we'll put the link up in the description. Sure. In the right places. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it's um, so normal. My initial involvement with them was uh, they they do this race for hope. Um, every, uh, every beginning of May, every Sunday, at the beginning of May, uh, in DC and you would run around the Capitol. It was like a 5k thing. And, mm. um, obviously with everything going on, um, not able to do it in person. So I know they're putting together some, um, some virtual thing this year. So, um, so yeah, be sure to be a part of that and check that out. And 
Yeah, join us. Love it, David. Well, listen, you've been so generous with your time, and I hear there's a rumor you may play a, a little ditty for us, but let me first ask you about the new album. When is it coming out? Um, what can you tell us? I know that artists now like to keep their secrets close to their chest, but, you know, when can we expect a video or, like, what, what, what other stuff can we expect? Um, well, you know, as of right now, we're just, um, we're, we're putting a bow on recording. Um, in fact, I think save maybe a vocal here or there. I think we're done. Nice. Um, and then it's mixing and mastering and all the visual stuff. So, um, uh, you know, I, my, my fans hate it when I use the word soon, but sooner rather than later, I'll say that. There so, you go. Um, but I'm excited. About that. Artist, yeah. This one's special. Um, I think just the, the circumstances surrounding it, um, uh, it's um, yeah, man. I'm I'm so excited for people to hear this one, dude. Can't wait, can't wait. I mean, your songwriting is like insane right now. Like, oh, just you. just the singles you release, like layered. You know, yeah, like the yeah. more you listen to, the more stuff you under, you get. It that's amazing. Awesome, thanks, man. Absolutely, absolutely, David. So, so right. well, listen. I mean, you've said it all. Thank you so much for joining us, David. It was a, a real treat. We wish you uh, success with uh, this new year, with the new album, and just continued success with everything. Appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. All right, David. Take care, man. You've been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.